Uh, it should have started. Okay. You are recording. Yes, go ahead, Dean. So, uh, as most of you know, uh, this launch vehicle, the Space Launch System, uh, launched uh, earlier this week. And right now, as we're speaking, I mean, this is Right now, this is the business end of the Space Launch System. Now, Space Launch System is this, to give you an idea, this is the largest launch vehicle that NASA's ever launched. This is larger than the Saturn V. Now, this thing up here, the silver thing, uh, that's not the scale. This is one, this is one 200 scale, and if that was one 200 scale, it would be about this big. So it isn't, <laughs> it's not fair. That's 172nd, this is one 200. And this is 148 scale. So, uh, the uh, space launch system that, that took off uh, uses four space shuttle main engines on the bottom of it. Now, what's really sad about it, these space shuttle main engines were designed to operate uh, for uh, 100 missions each. And we basically threw them away in one launch. So that's really sad. <clears throat> but. Obviously, they weren't going to be using them for anything other than museum pieces. So, from that standpoint, I guess it's good. But we had designed this system so if they wanted to reuse it, they could have popped out the engine section and had that land via parachute, and it could have been reused a hundred times. And so, <clears throat> something. Uh, and most the, the space shuttle main engines were used. 50 times, so they had another 50 launches that left out of them. So that was set. Then you have a second stage with a smaller uh, engine, which takes it into uh, uh, the uh, transfer orbit into, into the moon orbit. Now, right now, as we're speaking today, this is the capsule. Which is, so you have this upper section, which the uh, escape section blew off. And so, and then uh, it left this. this. This is the Orion capsule and service module. Now, the Orion capsule and service module, if you remember the Apollo era, we only had, there were no solar panels on it. They used uh, uh, fuel cells for the power supply. So, they used hydrogen and oxygen uh, to basically pro uh, provide electricity and also uh, drinking water to the astronauts. Now, uh, this, uh, in this case, the, the European Space Agency is building the service module, and they provide uh, the power and, and propulsion to get, get us to the moon and, and back from the lunar orbit into Earth orbit. And then up here in the front, this is the, uh, this is the main capsule where the humans will be located. Right now, there are three robots in there. But we can carry as many as six astronauts in here. The next mission to, uh, that we're flying is going to have humans in it, which will have the first female astronaut and the first person of color. Um, most people, when I go to give presentations in schools, most people uh, think that we've launched uh, all types of races and, and sexes to the moon. And no, there's only, only, only people who have been on the moon have been 12 humans which have landed on the moon. And of those 12 humans, all of them were, were male Caucasians. So this will be our the first opportunity for a female, a person of color, 
is going to be on the next Artemis mission. By the way, Artemis is for the overall program, like Apollo. Uh, Apollo was, was a Saturn V launch vehicle. In this case, this is the Space Launch System, the SLS, which has two of these solid propellant strap-on strap engines, like the Space Shuttle. It has a core engine, which uses liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen. And then it has uh, a second uh, uh, stage engine, which also uses liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen. And then finally, it uses hydrogen engines in its uh, uh, service module uh, for the uh, Orion capsule. Now, this has a lot more room than the space shuttle, I mean, see that too, than the Apollo capsule. The Apollo capsule only had room for three astronauts, this can carry up to six. Now, let's put that into perspective. This is for the, se the second mission, to, uh, which is going to carry humans. This is going to be on the next mission to carry humans. That could carry up to 100 people. <laughs> Big difference, 100 people. So uh, you might want to move that back so you can see the difference in the stages. And if you could be so kind as to also help me pull that second stage off the top there. So the second stage here is actually going to go to the, to the moon. And not only is it going to go to the moon, it's going to come back to the Earth, and this black section is going to uh, re-enter the Earth's atmosphere, and it's going to land, uh, initially draw heat and, and speed with, it, with this carbon phenolic uh, bottom here, and then it's going to, just like the SpaceX rockets that you see landing at the Cape, it's going to have a powered landing like this, that's going to land both on the moon and on Mars. Sorry, <laughs> so you can't see it. It's going to use a power landing uh, uh, vertically like this, which is pretty awesome. But these sections here, this will be for the astronauts. They can physically view out their, their uh, windows. And as I said, there's room for up to 100 astronauts on this. The same type of spacecraft, by the way, is being designed to take astronauts to Mars. So uh, we're living in an exciting time. For over 50 years, we've been uh, sitting back waiting for somebody to, to physically take us to the moon again. Uh, but this time, we're not going to just go to the moon and go camping, which we did on Apollo. This time, we're going to the moon to build permanent uh, facilities. We're going to uh, go to places like the Shackleton Crater on the uh, south side, south pole of the moon, which uh, we believe, that we know, there's water ice in there. And from, with the water ice, we can use to uh, get, we can separate water uh, into hydrogen and oxygen. So we, could, we can breathe uh, the oxygen. We can take the hydrogen oxygen, we can take the, the water, by the way, uh, we can, we can filter it and we can make it so we can drink the water. We can take the hydrogen and oxygen and we can, and we can uh, turn it to gas and uh, liquefy it so we can make it rocket engine fuel with it. So water is key to the exploration of both the moon and Mars. And we found water on, on both planets. So we anticipate that 
uh, we're going to be able to use what they call in situ resource utilization, ISRU. Uh, and so with that, we'll be able to uh, live off the land, as it were, uh, off the moon and off Mars. Uh, on the moon, uh, to, to power our bases, we can either use uh, RTGs, radio thermonuclear uh, reactor type systems to, to, uh, to, to provide uh, power during the night because you have 28 days of nighttime as well as 28 days of daytime on the moon. But a more elegant approach might be to orbit spacecraft in, a, in what we call a lunar synchronous orbit and beam energy down onto the lunar surface from, the, from uh, space taking solar energy from the sun and using a laser beam to, to power our systems on the, on the moon. So there's lots of different exciting things that we can do, but we attempt, the reason we're going to the moon first straight to Mars is, first of all, we only explored the equivalent of Rhode Island on the moon. And there's a lot more moon than that. And we've actually explored more surface uh, features on Mars than we have on the moon. So there's a lot more to discover there. Secondly, we need to understand how to build a full closed cycle ecosystem. And we can, it's better to do that when you're close to the Earth than to have a, a problem and find out uh, uh, you're six months away from the Earth and you have to uh, ask for resupply mission. So the moon is a good place to, to try out those type of things so that we can have uh, colonies on, the, on Mars that can last for long periods of time without any further problems. Does anyone have any questions, by the way? I'll can't a couple of them, but that one I have uh, can keep going on. But I can provide this information uh, to your schools, to your, uh, to your museums, uh, and to uh, any type of shows, uh, you know, your science fairs, whatever. And I can talk to your students about, uh, I've been working in uh, space uh, colonization and space exploration for over 40 years. So I think I have a lot I can offer. Anyway. That's it for me. Thank you. Yeah, this is so exciting. So yes, uh, we can arrange for Dean to go to your school, or we can do it online. As I said, we can do um, Teams, Google, Google Thing, Classroom, Teams, Classroom, or just like this, uh, the Teams or uh, Zoom, Google Meet, WebEx, you name it. Uh, but we'd love to uh, reach out to your schools. Uh, that would be great, and we can also set up uh, some kind of meeting, and uh, uh, that's something we want from you. We want to know what you would like from us, and uh, then we can bring things to you and uh, your students, and uh, for your need, for your career, for um, training, for ideas or students' need, we, and you can pull the student all together. Uh, okay, so Kathleen, do, 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 why don't you just speak out? Do you want to say something? I can read it, but it's good. You can just speak out. Oh, I just wanted to say thanks for uh, having a virtual option for this meeting. I'm on the East Coast, so I wouldn't be able to attend this meeting otherwise. So uh, appreciate okay. you having this in a hybrid format. Great, great. That's why we, we love we love the hybrid thing. So uh, glad you are with us. Uh, so then you can read. Uh, sure. Yeah, that, that's, that's good. Uh, so that's. Uh, that's great. So if you have any question, any idea, please just uh, uh, raise it any time. And as again, uh, we have a little bit more uh, demo and clips I want to show you. 
but if you have anything, I think Robert, raise hand. Robert, go ahead. Is the inflatable uh, is the inflatable uh, heat shield going to be used on that big thing that you? So the you showed at the end there. The inflatable heat shield uh, is not going to be used uh, uh, at the moment, uh, but. Uh, what, they, what I was showing you is the, the bottom of the, uh, the the black portion of the uh, uh, SpaceX Starship that is made of carbon phenolic material, and uh, that basically is the heat shield for that. But for yes, we're, we're building an inflatable heat heat shield to, to bring various payloads to uh, the surface of Mars as well as to the surface of the Earth after a, after a space mission. Uh, is a lot cheaper way of of, of bringing uh, things that are you don't you don't want to have to get melted <laughs> than using a very expensive uh, heat shield system. But uh, so, so NASA has been experimenting with that for many years. We call it, we've called it a balut shield. And so finally, they they're they're uh, it's, it's finally at a point in time where it's now operational. But uh, for this particular purpose, uh, and for the, what's the purpose for the uh, uh, Artemis mission, these are all heat shields which are built into the, the capsules, and in this case, the lifting body that SpaceX has. Does that answer your question? Yes. Heat uh, shield so, be used by firefighters. Yeah, there's a, there's a tremendous number, for example, uh, there are a lot of smaller companies which want to send uh, payload to the to moon to the moon, which don't have the uh, the money to pay for, for for an expensive heat shield, but they can afford that inflatable shield, and so they'll be bringing back samples from the moon using that inflatable shield technology. Robert, is that good? Does that answer your question, Robert? I, I my uh, internet is shaky, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What I said was there are probably uh, at least 100 small companies that are sending uh, payloads to the moon to bring samples back. And uh, they can't all afford very snazzy heat shields like NASA, SpaceX, uh, ESA. And so they're going to basically be going with much cheaper ones, which are these inflatable ones. And so hopefully that answers your question. It's not, it's not going to be for the Artemis mission. But it may be, can, it may be for a, a mission. Can firefighters use the same material to? Say again? Oh, no, it's okay. Can firefighters use the same material? Uh, when you, what type of materials are you saying? I didn't get that first portion of your question. Can a 
water use the same material as a heat shield? Yes. But these, uh, the heat shields which are being developed are, are using uh, more like polymers, specially designed heat resistant polymers, uh, which, uh, and there's been over, let's see, 30 different designs of these things over the years. And so they're, they're, they're testing the permutations and combinations of what works the best. For what, what for what uh, for what uh, uh, level of of thermal protection that they need, and so uh, they still haven't nailed down exactly which works the best yet, and so they're still conducting tests. So when they get that down, they're going to be providing uh, these reentry systems for companies that want to do microgravity research in Earth, Earth, Earth orbit, companies that want to be returning specimens from, uh, from the moon. And by the way, we have to be very careful what, what we return from the moon or from Mars because there's a possibility of them carrying some form of a biological contagion. So we want to make sure that uh, we have a uh, isolation facility that all types of these materials would be returned to before being exposed to uh, any type of human life. Uh, in, so we don't want to create a, a COVID-19 or worse event because we're bringing uh, a space bug from outer space, which nobody's ever been exposed to. You know what I mean? Any other questions? I'm sort of a walking encyclopedia of useless information, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we have two or three walk-ins, uh, but they cannot stay long, so we have kind of uh, tell them what AWA really is. And we are actually supposed to have some in-person in attendee for some they didn't show up. I think one of them should be from JPL, uh, so but he, he didn't show up. Probably too close to Thanksgiving. Uh, next time we'll do it uh, away from holidays. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but we try to get it start as soon as possible. We don't want to delay. Yeah. Uh, so so let us, uh, we'll keep doing it. Uh, so you want to keep saying something? No, if anyone else has any other questions, I'm more than willing to answer them. But other than that, I'll let, let, let you go. Okay. Uh, so. Lots of other stuff. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, so okay, we'll move uh, ahead to uh, to uh, show you something more and a couple of video uh, on James Webb and Mars driving software, International Space Station virtual reality, and also the drone demo. Uh, we we put on the table. Uh, if we have more time, we can really fry them. Uh, but it's easier to show you the video; is is smoother. Uh, next time, hopefully, some of you can join us. Uh, in person, we can do the in person. We did it uh, November 5th, uh, but we hopefully to uh, get more uh, educators and students and uh, to show it that we can also go to your classroom. So, okay, so we are going to go back to the uh, slides. Uh, By so the way, Ken really isn't this pixelated in person. <laughs> <laughs> His lines look a lot smoother. <laughs> okay. No, 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 it's fine. You know, it's a uh, thing was very uh, um, humorous, you know, kind of, uh, you know. Uh, Use my straight man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you get to your audio setting and see that? Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, 
has changed to a different. So your computer sound now. So you're supposed to see a membership chart. Uh, can you see it? Okay. Uh, if, if, yes, we can see it. Okay, I will just quickly glance through some of the, the, the charts. That's great. So pre feel free to say, speak it out uh, for any question. Uh, so with different level of membership, again, educator is free, K-12 educator free, high school membership is free. So please tell your student and uh, your colleagues to join us. Uh, but you do need to renew every year, even if it's free. And, okay, this is just a chart we'll, share, we'll send out to you. Uh, we have a couple uh, very useful resources. You can see monthly newsletter. I'll send you a link. Event summary will add you to the link. And then we have a video uh, YouTube channel, podcast channel, and a, a list of uh, AWA membership uh, for sure, and uh, PDF and the videos. Uh, very helpful. Uh, so, and we also have the website for events. And uh, you can see this is a link for uh, educator and high school membership. Uh, we also have an engaged website, and then we put actually the career uh, link over there as well. We are trying to build the resources for people we can easily reference. Uh, okay, so we have if you want to join mail list, mailing this, you can do it from here. We'll send this to everyone. Uh, so one major thing for AWA is, as I mentioned, the key thing is the membership. The membership, and if you join the AWA, you can join the AWA technical committee, like Dean and I, we, we uh, join the technical committee, uh, like the space settlement and uh, several things. And you can see there are different groups. Uh, so we can also get those people if you need uh, some expertise from them. Uh, so we, we have the connections uh, to show it. This is very strong expertise for AWA. And uh, we also have a very strong team of uh, council members uh, so this is also great resources. So we have people working JPL, former Apollo engineer, and uh, advanced aircraft manufacturing, uh, Northrop Grumman. As Dean said, we have uh, Dr. Bushell from Raytheon. Uh, RP, our K-12 chair, is a community college teacher, and uh, Courtney YP in Boeing, and uh, Ian, uh, we are trying to find a position for him. He's, uh, He's, he wants to do the education for college. He's from Long Beach, and he's formerly Cal State Long Beach uh, student branch. And Marty in Las Vegas, and Ross in the government uh, business and manufacturing. Daniel, very uh, very strong USC aviation safety, uh, FAA staff. Jennifer, his aerospace attorney. Luis, uh, uh, he works in Lockheed uh, Skunk Works. Uh, he cannot tell you what he's doing, but you know, he's a very inspiring person. Okay, so uh, another resource is AI Double Engage. If you are a member, you don't know how to use it, please let me know. I can do a, a tutorial like we did previously. Uh, you can immediately reach out, post uh, your information, request connecting to thousands, uh, thousands of members around the world. And then you can get daily lunch every day in your email and uh, the very prestigious Aerospace America. We actually, our LARV section has a couple activity and uh, article being picked up by uh, this national magazine. Uh, so please, please uh, enjoy it. And uh, you also got a discount in ARW conference and the forum. This is for national. And uh, we also have uh, a discount for uh, some of the event. We, most of the event, we try to do it free, but some of the event uh, it's got paid. I need to pay a little small fee, then we have discount for members. 
uh, and most of the time it's free for high school students, and that's involved food. And the AWA published, so if you would like to have some kind of resource for papers or something like that, it's on ARC. Uh, a lot of time it actually requires you to pay some fees, but we have connections. Uh, if it's some specific paper you need to show your student or for your teaching, uh, we can try to work out with some member for free. Uh, but this is official site, you need to access them, you probably have to pay some fees. Uh, again, as I said, Adaway Foundation, they got donation from Blue Origin and other company, but makes the, uh, it's a little bit limited for like a classroom, but we do have awards for teachers, classroom, and uh, other awards. And the Adaway Engage is a very important resource and industry guide. Uh, by the way, a couple of those slides, like this one, the previous one, was actually provided by our membership chair, uh, Sherry Stooks uh, from JPL. Uh, so it is a career center. Uh, we are very big. Uh, but we are not headhunter or you know job agent you know so you need to reach out to us so we need to know what your, you and your student will need from us. Uh, so one thing very inspiring for. By the way, one thing on that <clears throat> career fairs. Uh, all <clears throat> your schools typically have career fairs, and we're, we're more than willing to send out uh, representatives from our organization to talk to your students about careers in aerospace. And that, you know, uh, so uh, most people, you know, they don't really, I don't, I don't want to, I don't have the training to become a rocket scientist. Well, you may have the training to be a technician. I mean, there are literally tens of thousands of different jobs in the aerospace industry. And we can uh, help you, guide you as to uh, where, where to get your start. And we're more than willing to come out to your schools and, uh, talk to your students about careers in aerospace. Next. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, definitely. Please let us know. Uh, another thing other way can inspire students is uh, we have uh, advancement or membership. Uh, for example, just pick an example, uh, say Dr. James Wurz, uh, he has his company, Microcosm, uh, is a great leader in the AWA, and uh, we have uh, Dr. Bill Gerstenmeier. In case you didn't know, he was a former NASA uh, human space flight, space flight director. He's now the consultant, uh, not consultant, a vice president. He was a consultant to SpaceX. Now he's a, uh, a vice president of SpaceX on, uh, on the uh, space flight over there. And the Green Shadwell, uh, also they're both our honorary fellow. And we have uh, Alan uh, Polikowski. He was a uh, four-star general in Air Force. And uh, for example, we also have this uh, uh, awards. For example, these two examples, we have one that is lower lab, uh, Dr. Paul Bevolacqua from Lucky uh, Martin Skunk Works. He was the inventor of the F-35 Vito engine. He holds the patent and he's our distinguished lecturer and also a fellow. And uh, lower right, this is Dr. Fujino. He was uh, the Japanese Honda Aviation. He won the AIWA National Read Awards. Uh, very inspiring. You know, those news will inspire students as well. We also used to have model cars, and uh, but these you, you don't have to be in technical field. It can be you know, leadership, publication, uh, student work, best paper, education, uh, those kind of things. Uh, and uh, but this is more for college. Uh, but if you are AIWA University student, uh, you will be qualified for applying st uh, student scholarship. Uh, Edelman National Forum, uh, very big, you know, uh, they also have a, a, a design for, for educator and student, please reach out to us. 
And uh, Southern California has a lot of great exciting uh, activity. Dean already mentioned several. And uh, of course, you know the James Webb. And uh, we have a, a field trip and uh, we have people speaking. And uh, we will also show you a demo for virtual reality. And we, we have members working in the, all those things. So name it. Uh, just let us know. We want to know what you, 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 you would like from us. Uh, we have things you need. And uh, 3D printing, rocketry, we have a lot of new companies, Slingshot, Aerospace, um, Air, uh, Space Traffic Control. Uh, we have Spin Launch, in case you didn't realize, uh, a different kind of launch system in Long Beach. We're working with them. Uh, so then we have the Upper Rise C Ampere on electric hybrid sus uh, sustainable aviation flying cars. Uh, we have YouTube channels. Um, great resources to use it. Uh, in, uh, while you are looking for, we're sending the real person to you. You can use this video uh, to inspire students with podcasts. Uh, okay, there's some of the web page. This is what I said. We are setting up the career internship resources link. So we're regularly updating it with insider uh, information. So uh, we'll send this to you. Please follow this and. Uh, um, Okay. And uh, this is just to show we regularly have activity around LA and Long Beach. You just name it. We want to reach out to you. Uh, and the folks here today are welcome to come with us uh, to have a tour and around uh, LA, Long Beach area. And we can uh, really inspire students and help the teachers. And uh, we have activity in different areas. Uh, like uh, here today, we are in Lake, uh, Lakewood. Actually, the gentleman walking just asked, uh, are we going to have another one uh, mm -hmm. next week? He was very interested, but he cannot join us today. He just mm -hmm. stopped by and understand what's going on. And we also do it regularly in South Bay, for example, Sarah, when you come back. And we are going to have outdoor drone event nearby El Dorado uh, area. And uh, we'll have a very exciting activity also in another place, uh, like in Dennis in Lakewood. Uh, and we also have in downtown uh, a company on space architecture. It can be happy hour. And uh, we got to uh, work with USC professor, Madhu Sankavanu, and uh, a couple. And we actually have this, for example, this lady here, Susan. She actually has a STEM school in Mojave Desert. Is uh, running the Mars simulation. Uh, so we are also connecting to her. So, you know, we, we have great resources. Of course, sometimes we have to be careful because some of the private STEM school they would charge for money for getting students to them. Um, but they are welcome to say whatever they like to say. Uh, they can offer some help, but we are not trying to advertise for them. Uh, but, but, but some of them actually were willing to help volunteer occasionally for free. So uh, so this is something we did, an indoor drone, because temp uh, the room temperature is getting uh, cooler. So we did some kind of indoor uh, demo for a drone. This is what we did on November 5th. Uh, in Longdale, so we threw an indoor drone in the room. So I'm going to show a video. So it, it's kind of fun. So I'm going to show a video clip uh, to keep idea. What, so this is like a remote sensing. So basically, we remote control uh, this drone, and you can see it's flying around. There are a lot of potential for this. We can use AI to analyze uh, the image and uh, facial recognition and uh, doing maybe a geospatial analysis. Uh, those kind of things, very simple to do. And you see it's flying from one end of the room and uh, with a camera on board. And, and I have another one with GPS. This one has no GPS, it's just for fun. 
so you can see it's flying like from, from one continent to another continent. You will reach to the uh, our exhibition table at the other end of the room. Uh, and this, you, you can uh, have some kind of fun, you know, have a hackathon or something like that. Uh, and, and people can fly, have kind of acrobatic for students to fly uh, with, with, with some kind of uh, uh, special route. It can pattern it or something like that. Um, and and uh, we can form teams, have competition uh, with their school and from different schools. Uh, students can fly. I can tell kids, uh, students love this. We have this flying in some uh, outreach to some elementary school, middle school. They love it. Students always want to fly it with their own hand. And that will help students to know, uh, to understand the joy of flying. And that's what we really want to convey. We can do this. We also work on something else to, to actually we are working with some members uh, to also try to bring the joy of flying to to students or, or the community or even professionals. We are working on that. We are delivered to you. Uh, so please stay with us. We have several members working on that. Uh, so we also did, uh, we actually did this demo last year a couple of times. So you can see in the middle, we have the Raspberry Pi Arduino on the right. And then we actually did this for earlier, Robert said it's in radio astronomy. We actually use it for ADSB, uh, for the aircraft uh, tracking and also uh, for satellite signal, uh, you know, uh, you know, with Raspberry Pi, and uh, you can at lower lab you can see this quantum computing. So we did a lot of demo for quantum physics, uh, quantum mechanics, and uh, uh, we also have an event October first. Uh, we we can do hands-on demo, connect to some real uh, quantum computers uh, that we can do as well. Uh, so we also have speaker on different kind of uh, uh, com uh, quantum computer technology. In case you didn't know about this, some of the quantum computer were actually uh, originated by people from TRW. You know, they left TRW, worked UC UCLA, they founded a company, and now a lot of aerospace companies were using the quantum computer technology. On the lower right is uh, our member developed uh, a game as a Mars driving software. Uh, so the student can uh, can actually have a feeling of what, how, what is really on Mars, and they can drive it on Mars and uh, uh, learn the you know the exciting thing on Mars. Get excited, very inspiring. And this member is trying to uh, develop new version of the software, uh, and he's willing to share with us. And he gave us the license that we can share uh, to you know to to uh, to the demo exhibition and outreach. Uh, so okay. And uh, I'm going to show a video we did for the space station. Uh, so this is a virtual reality and the student can experience what it's really like uh, inside. I'm just doing a short clip. I'm not showing the all of this. Establishes a schematic of the ISS. In addition to the layout of the modules, your current location and orientation are indicated by the yellow triangle on the map. So this actually can move around up. You'll need down. to learn how to move yourself through the station. The touch thumbsticks control both your forward and backward movement. Yeah, uh, it's actually a longer video. I cut it short. Uh, so that should show the our capability of doing so. We actually have people volunteer uh, can even do something even more complicated than that. Uh, for uh, we'll have something coming up too again. Uh, okay, so. Uh, I'm going to show uh, a clip uh, on the James Webb Space Telescope using virtual reality. Like the James Webb Space Telescope, one of NASA's windows, it's a system. 
made of beryllium and thinly coated in gold. Beryllium is stiff, lightweight, and stable at very cold temperatures. But 3.4 grams, 0.12 ounces, of gold enables the mirror to efficiently reflect infrared light. Yeah, of course, this is only showing the 2D video, but if you wear the goggle, uh, has said it is amazing. And you can, just like you are standing or flying right around uh, the James Webb Space Telescope, and uh, then you can click the guide, and then you will do the... Webb's 6.5 meter... For example, foot yeah. ...primary mirror is a gold-coated beryllium reflector used to capture faint amounts of infrared light. We have a model of this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can combine that this real model, James Webb, and, and with virtual reality. Uh, it, it's going to be great. Uh, so we want to deliver that to you. Uh, please let us know. Uh, I'm going to jump a little bit. By the way, before it's launched, we have a structure a tour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as Dean said, we also have uh, the, the tour with James Webb before it was launched. And uh, one of the things we can do is we actually regularly do field trips. Uh, we did field trips in, in, as I said, in the company doing the uh, space architecture, the BioSofi, Noso Groman on this. We also did in uh, for the uh, aircraft, advanced aircraft manufacturing, SAI, uh, and others. So that's something we can do. If your <coughs> student feel inspired, we can arrange the tours. Component, then you can have uh, <coughs> a virtual uh, kind of notebook to, uh, to show the guide. Welcome to our solar system, home to the sun and all things that orbit it. That includes the Earth, other planets. Okay, so to power this telescope. So you can see now it's showing a solar power ray. Uh, and then now it, this is just trying to show you the size comparison of James Webb or and the future exoplanet uh, telescope. I think it changed name already. And uh, uh, I think what I did, I actually click more. I actually click Hubble. You can see, and you put the Hubble next to James Webb, and the elephant, and the car. So imagine how students can uh, do things interactively, uh, along with the real model uh, and the explanation from Dean. Uh, it's kind of uh, complementary to each other. Uh, it's very inspiring. And uh, and I think somebody mentioned, oh, that's for that's uh, This is for the Sensio. Uh, we can do this also remotely, you know, uh, even though if, if you cannot join in person, we can do this remotely, but uh, either, either you see 2D or you, you need to have a, a headset, you know, and we can do uh, online 3D meeting as well, uh, which we are working on for our own council. Uh, but you can see, so next step, I'm going to say that you can go to the observation booth. From the heat of the sun and earth. And you can point the Over the course of six months, Webb has access to the entire sky to observe anything astronomers want to study. This includes planets outside our solar system, distant galaxies, and stars at various evolutionary stages from formation to supernova. Go to the observation deck to explore Webb's discoveries across the sky. Aim the telescope at a discovery marker to see what Webb sees and what it tells us about the moon. Uh, yes, so once you enter the observation booth, then you can uh, point to uh, the web to, to uh, any place. And of course, in this case, 
what you see the demo. Uh, I'll just jump a little ahead of her. We can point out, I think I did something better than this. Okay. So you need to point this uh, telescope to the certain area that ha they have data. Uh, then they will show you uh, more information. Stefan's quintet. Only four of the galaxies in this visual quintet are actually close together and interacting. The leftmost galaxy is 250 million light years closer than the others. Webb reveals new detail in star formation regions, plus huge waves resulting from the massive galaxies interacting. Okay, uh, so I'm going to move to at the end. Uh, you know, you can we can set it up like uh, you are actually in the planetarium. You can show up all the constellations. So you see, you can drive. You know, still can drive on Mars. Can we find? You can look at the data. This is from high-rise satellite. Uh, and this member is trying to develop using the updated uh, satellite images of Mars. So we are constantly upgrading uh, the software and the, the images. So we can see students have fun. And he's going to put some kind of structure and uh, he actually put some habitat in, on the Mars. So we can do a, some kind of fun things. And the, the gaming thing, you know, uh, some students might find it in interesting. Uh, and that's a good demo demonstration for for you. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to show you lots of fun. And uh, like you are a student are on Mars, and uh, you can see there is a panel when you like you are really driving there, and uh, the terrain. Uh, so uh, he's also developing things for the moon, and uh, we have people working on the moon, uh, virtual reality. So we are working on them for the demo. Uh, they did it with us. Uh, but they didn't give us the permission to to demo for them, uh, but we'll get them to participate with us. So this is one one thing uh, I want to show you. And uh, um, I think the time is limited, but I want to tell you GPS uh, robot uh, now is kind of everybody like it. Then we also artificial intelligence rover. We can have uh, potentially we have uh, people willing to work with us on hackathon, uh, so we can. Uh, plan on that, but uh, that need more uh, time, not just two hours. So we can also do well, the hands-on with 3D printing, uh, Raspberry Pi. Uh, as I said, we can also bring members uh, astronomy, astronomy, astrophotography, uh, those kinds of things. And we are also planning on satellite. Uh, the base. I think Rich tried to say, but I think Rich still cannot uh, speak up. So that oh, okay. Sarah, do you want I to say want something? To say, <clears throat> I just want to say thank you very much. Um, I really did appreciate the way you broke down the opportunity to show the students and get them involved in the technical aspects of each of these systems and to teach them and to build skills. So um, if we can continue that conversation, that would be wonderful. Thank you very much for your. Thank you, Sarah. We definitely will stay in touch. And please, if you want a separate conversation, we're happy to have a separate session with you and see how you can help us or we can help you uh, for helping students.
I will also send you a couple of the upcoming events in February and January in South Bay near El Segundo, uh, so maybe you can join us. Um, that sounds wonderful. Um, could I also ask that um, you reach out to me via email? Yes, definitely. Well, Dean, Dean and I will definitely reach out by email. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah. have a wonderful day. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Have some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Dean is great. It's a really lovely. Um, yeah, Sarah, you now know. We are very friendly people. We want to connect to you. Okay, so uh, Rich, I know you cannot speak out. Your mic is on, but it uh, looks like you, it might have some. If you want to say something, you can type in the chat. Uh, we'll hear from you. And Kathleen, do you want to say something? Uh, uh, sure. A couple questions. Uh, first thing is the VR uh, VR thing. Very cool. Uh, is there possibly a link where we could go and download that um, or get access to it in some way? Uh, unfortunately, I think this the video is what is from my own. I recorded. Uh, I intended actually do it in person so people can enjoy the VR. So for this kind of VR thing. It's hard to have a specific thing, but if you are talking about the clip, I sure I can upload it and share with you. That's no okay. problem. Um, because I've got an Oculus system at home, and so I was wondering oh, if there's okay. a way to. Okay. Okay, understand. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll try to figure something out. I don't know how how we can do that, but I'll, I'll figure something out and chat with you. Okay, fantastic. And um, the other thing is um. I was wondering possibly if there's uh, some way for me to get in contact with you folks and maybe like set up a time to, you know, chat further about the work you guys are doing and maybe figure out a way for us to collaborate uh, with you folks at AIAA and us at Incosi Size Theme. Of course, of course, uh, I, uh, definitely. Yes, we'll, we'll work with you. We can even set up uh, in the uh, individual private meeting with you uh, uh, over the phone, online, or anything. And try to actually we work with Incosi before. Actually, uh, we used to do a couple events in North Groman, and the gentleman who helped us was the president uh, of the Incosi LA. He he actually helped us uh, work with us for our meetings in, in North Groman uh, a couple times, and he actually uh help us also you know have um what should you say the 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 booth from north of Groman as well yeah all right yeah yeah, and uh, also, yeah. Uh, i emailed my contact information to the uh events uh email address that i got the registration info from so hopefully you all have that so yeah, we look forward to work with you and uh, either uh, together outreach or you can join to do your demo or or something like that. We're happy to work with you. All right. Fantastic. Hey, where are you physically located? Uh, I'm in Maryland, so East Coast. So, yeah, it'll be a bit hard for me to get over to where you guys are physically, but I'd be more than happy to do some sort of virtual yeah, don't worry. We even have people doing demo is uh, flying on Mars uh, from Australia. So you, you are still closer to us. Excellent. Yeah, so we'll definitely uh, stay in touch. This is just a beginning. We'll have regular uh, activity. Um, All right. Excellent. Uh, so I guess Diane also left. Uh, so Rich, Rich in San Diego, he cannot speak out. But if you want to type something, 
uh, you are welcome to type it there. If not, uh, anyway, we'll stay in touch with you. So if not, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're happy to uh, talk to you. So uh, uh, stay in touch. We'll keep working on this. Uh, we'll expand the networking and uh, deliver uh, ALWA, uh, LALB section and LALB section outreach to, to you, work with you and uh, to the local uh, schools. And I can tell you, actually, I, I reached out to um, almost every area of the school system in the area for this meeting, uh, but some of them may not be able to uh, meet this time, uh, but we, we are in touch with almost in every corner of this area. So we are trying to get them to uh, connect to us. So hopefully we can grow, gradually grow a, a good community uh, for this. So again, thank you so much again. So appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, see you next time. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>